0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the Brain Food Podcast. I am Casey Thomas, and this week I want to talk to you about a popular nootropic supplement that I've been getting asked a lot of questions about. So what is it? We're going to talk about choline. And this does come in multiple formulations. So you might have seen it as maybe alpha-GPC or CDP-choline, maybe phosphatidylcholine. There's also choline bitartrate. So there's a lot of forms (laughs) that this takes. And you'll see it in a lot of energy drink products or sold individually as just a nootropic. A little bit of background about this compound. Normal dietary intake of choline is very important for overall brain health. And we have a lot of data that shows deficiencies in choline in the body will cause all sorts of problems. One of its primary roles is to serve as a precursor for a little-known molecule called acetylcholine. And acetylcholine is important for a lot of things, but the one I wanna, one of the main functions that I want to talk about today with it is its relation to memory. And what you see in people with Alzheimer's disease and dementia, for example, is that their acetylcholine system is just messed up, all right? And so this compound, choline, has been investigated quite extensively due to this link with Alzheimer's disease. And so we have loads of data in rodents showing that it can actually slow the decline associated with Alzheimer's disease progression. It can even be used to rescue a little bit of performance in those with well-established Alzheimer's disease. And in rodents without Alzheimer's disease, choline seems to help out with attention and memory. And because of this promising data in rodents, we decided to test it out in humans and in elderly people with dementia, with Alzheimer's disease, or with Parkinson's, things like that. It does seem to stave off cognitive decline, at least modestly. And that is pretty cool. And so this is the natural progression for Research, right? We test it out in rodents and then we try it out in a clinical population. And then, if it's very promising, we might try it out in healthy individuals. And so, I know that's what you're listening to this for is to see, hey, does choline actually help out with memory in young, healthy individuals? And there was a somewhat recent study that came out. And what they wanted to do is they wanted to test whether choline could improve visual or auditory memory. And they tested it in, you know, healthy human adults. But there was a problem with the study design. So they tested it by itself or in combination with caffeine. And the choline by itself actually did nothing. (laughs) But they found that when it was paired with caffeine, then it did significantly improve performance. And it was only at a very specific dose of caffeine. So they tried it out at choline plus several different doses of caffeine and the only one that actually boosted memory performance in this study was the two gram choline plus 25 mg of caffeine but i really do want to highlight that this study and i'm not even going to name names because i just want to briefly mention it but this study didn't test caffeine alone and caffeine has been shown to help out directly with memory so caffeine causes the release of acetylcholine which helps with this memory formation thing and so if you don't test caffeine alone then you don't actually know if in your blend if it was the caffeine or the choline that was responsible for this the small bump that they saw so in my opinion that study is void i can't really put too much stock in it as far as hey does choline specifically help out with memory formation because it was paired with caffeine now To address this issue, there is another study that I want to talk about, which was done in 2016 by Lippelt. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's spelled L-I-P-P-E-L-T, and they wanted to examine the effects of choline on memory in healthy young individuals, and they tested choline by itself. So this is exactly what we want. Specifically, they wanted to look at the effects of choline on short-term memory, okay? Not long-term memory, short-term memory. And to do it, they did three different experiments. And across the board, their investigation was a double-blind placebo-controlled trial. So they compared choline versus placebo. And then the dose that they used was also interesting. So in the dementia studies, the dose they used was the equivalent of about 485 mg of choline. And in this study, they used 800. So they figured that would be sufficient for a one-off examination. And I agree with that assessment. I think that if it's going to work, it should work. (laughs) And so the other interesting bit about the study design is that participants did both conditions. So on the first week, they were randomized to receive either placebo or choline. And then on week two, they were given the opposite treatment and they did the exact same tests. And then they were compared to themselves to see if there were any improvements or not. So something else to know which is interesting, which might be relevant to you if you're planning on taking choline, is that blood levels will be starting to peak at about one hour after ingestion. And specifically, brain concentrations will peak around two hours after ingestion, up to maybe three hours. As far as the peripheral system, so like not in the central nervous system, not in the brain, but peripherally, like the rest of your body, it's peaking between one and two hours. So what you're kind of seeing is like a time course of roughly one to three hours is where choline is maximally available to your system. And so what they did in this study was they didn't start the test until 60 minutes after ingestion of choline to try to give it the best chance possible at showing improvements in this visual spatial memory. So experiment one, I'm just going to briefly walk through all these different experiments. Experiment one, they had a three by three grid of nine unique nature images. And these were like cluttered trees and plants and things. There's no like distinguishing features. So it's not like there was a ball in one, a kid in another one, a car in the third one, right? It was, they all look like just almost unremarkable nature images. And these nine images were presented for 10 seconds And then you are shown one by one, each of the nine images below the now empty three by three grid. So you have the three by three grid, which was presented for 10 seconds, and then they remove all of the images that were there. And then they present to you one by one an image underneath this grid. And your job is to indicate which square in the grid corresponds to the photo that was shown below it. Okay, So they show you nature image one, and then you're like, okay, it was in the top left corner. And then you click the top left corner, and then it will highlight green if you guessed it right, or it will highlight red if you guessed it wrong. And so if you ever played the game Memory as a Child, this is literally Memory as a Child. (laughs) There were five unique sets of nine pictures, and then they repeated this five by nine block three times across the entire trial. And so presumably, by the time that it is presented to you a third time, you're going to remember it better. And so the result of this first trial, no difference between placebo or choline on memorizing picture location. Bummer. Experiment two, they wanted to test declarative memory. So they were first shown 50 pictures of the same unremarkable nature images one by one and then there's a little bit of a break and then they show you 50 pictures again but in this second presentation of 50 pictures some of them are repeats and some are brand new and all you have to do is say yes I've seen this nature image before it was in the previous set of 50 or no I've not seen it this is a brand new image and So the results of this experiment, no difference between placebo or choline on this declarative memory task. Bummer. All right, the last experiment. So they didn't even initially consider doing experiment three, but because of the null findings in one and two, they were like, you know what? we really expected choline to (laughs) cause some kind of improvement here. What's going on? So they said, well, maybe we are statistically underpowered and we need a bigger sample size. Or maybe our dose is too low and we just need a higher dose. So they're like, let's redo the tests from one and two. Let's add in a verbal working memory because maybe visual spatial memory is too niche. Maybe if we add in verbal working memory, we can see something there. So they doubled the participants nearly, and then they increased the dose of the choline by 25%. And so then they repeated studies one and two, and there was still no difference. Triple bummer. (laughs) The, The new kink that they added, the verbal working memory, basically what that one is, is they present you a list of 24 words, and they were all animals, and they asked you after you heard the list of twenty four animals to verbally list out every animal that you heard in that twenty four word list if there were unrecalled animals, they were reread to the participant until you could recall all of them or until you failed it four times so like let's say you correctly remember twelve of the twenty four in the first time. They're going to reread the 12 that you missed out, and then they're going to give you another go at it. And they just keep doing this again until you fail four times or until you get all of it. And there was no difference between choline or placebo on this verbal working memory task. So to summarize, there is no evidence that I can find (laughs) that choline can be used by itself in normal healthy individuals to support memory. In this particular study, we looked at visual spatial memory, we looked at declarative memory, and we looked at verbal working memory. And I don't really have anything to add to this other than to say that it's just kind of an unfortunate bust for anyone looking for memory enhancement. And when we're talking about choline, this is literally the most common claim that I see being made about it is, hey, this will help out with memory. I see nothing here that shows it can actually help. Now, I did mention this is a two-part series. And so next week, I will be talking about a cognitive metric that does show enhancement in normal, healthy young individuals, which is kind of awesome. So uh, check that one out. And stay tuned. Thanks for listening this week to the listener who asked me to do a review on choline. I think this was a great topic and I have been seeing an uptick in this in various supplement formulations. So thank you. I hope I'm I'm answering the question appropriately. And if you have any others, please feel free to let me know. My email is caseomasrd at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you guys. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll touch base next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.